Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Welcome to episode number 10. Can't believe we're in double digits already. Anyway, I do hope you're well. So today I'm talking to you about living your best life. So what do I even mean by that? What I mean is simply living the life that you choose. When we're young, we're continually making choices about what we want. It may start when we're very young and we want to learn to play an instrument or take ballet lessons or play sport. Then in our teenage years, we make choices about the subjects we want to study and to take exams in school. Then what university we want to go to, what profession or career we want to pursue, who we want to date and settle down with, where we want to live, how many children we have, etc, etc. And then I think for lots of us, we kind of stop choosing. We stop asking ourselves if we're doing, if we have, what we want in life, and we just get on with living it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But some of us find ourselves using food or drink or something else as an escape hatch from our life. And when we're doing that, I think it's useful to take a look at what's going on. It's useful to question how we're living our life when we have a habit of overeating to momentarily escape it. It could be that you're aware of thoughts and feelings about not being able to cope about being stressed, angry or bored. Or it could be that you've habitually reached for food to feel better now that you're unaware of what your thoughts and feelings you're escaping from and it's become a habit. Oh, and the thoughts I refer to will feel like the truth to you. A major part of the coaching work that I do with clients is focused on life coaching in addition to weight coaching. We don't just address their eating, we also address all the reasons they're eating to feel better. This work goes hand in hand with addressing thoughts that create feelings of deprivation. So why would you feel deprived when you think you can't have the foods that you want because they taste good, even though you know those foods aren't giving you what you want in life? It's crazy, isn't it? We don't feel deprived if we remind ourselves we can't have cocaine or heroin and expect to be healthy, even though they apparently make us feel very good in the moment. We don't question that but we think that we will be miserable if we give up foods that we love. We don't allow ourselves to eat those foods whenever we want them. But what if we create a life that's so good, we don't need to use food to feel good about it or better about ourselves? What if food didn't make your life better because it was already great? What's the measure of a great life? Well, it's your brain. It's your thoughts and feelings about your life. You get to decide what will make your life great. You get to decide if your life is great. You get to decide by thinking thoughts that create feelings about your life that you want to feel. What if you didn't need food to escape from your life, to escape from your own brain? Ask yourself, what are you escaping from when you eat to feel better in the evening or when you have a drink on a Friday night? What does having that food or drink give you that you didn't have before you eat or drink? What if you didn't need that food or drink to feel better? What if you felt great because you were already loving your life? Would it be better to not be in prison rather than being in prison with an escape hatch? Not that I want you to think of your life as prison. And not that I want you to think that you can't have a drink on a Friday night. 
It's just sometimes that when we drink or eat in excess and it creates a negative impact on our life, then we know it's a sign to take a look. I work with clients on their whole life and not just their overeating. When your life has some stuff in it that needs cleaning up, eating won't make it better, even if it provides a momentary emotional escape. But when you clean up your life or just your thoughts and feelings about it, you won't need to eat to feel better. Now, many of you won't even know what your brain is trying to escape from when you eat in the evenings. Many of you will be like, there's nothing wrong with my life and you'll be right. It will be that your brain thinks there's something wrong because you feel stressed, anxious, bored or sad, whatever the feeling is that you avoid by eating to feel better. And the best way to explore what's going on is to remove that escape hatch to allow yourself to feel, to be curious about your thoughts, to suss out what you do and don't like about your life, to be intentional about living and to create a life you love. So be curious. Ask yourself, what would you do to enjoy life more if using food to feel better was no longer an option? What would you be thinking and feeling and doing? What would you be doing if life wasn't just about getting by? And this isn't about the facts and circumstances of your life, as I said. Whether you use food to momentarily escape your life has very little to do with the circumstances of it and far more to do with how you're experiencing it. It's not about what you do or don't have. It's about who you are being. If you try and change your circumstances in an effort to make your life better, you're missing the part where you see that what makes your life better is how you think and feel about it. Which is great news because it's easier to manage your mind and your emotions than it is to change your career, your profession, your partner, your children, the place where you live or the circumstances of the world in which we find ourselves. So when I talk about living your best life, I'm not saying that you need to embark on some life-changing travel or go around the world or do something amazing for charity or start a business. I'm talking about choosing to live the life you want to live and to be the person that you want to be in it. I'm talking about experiencing all of what it is to be human in the world in which we live today. One of the principles I adhere to is that life is always 50-50. And what I mean by that is it's 50% negative and 50% positive, or that we experience 50% negative and 50% positive emotion. I think we sometimes look at people, or at least I know that I used to look at people, and think they are luckier than I was, that they had a great life. And now I don't believe that that's true. Now I believe that all of us experience 50% positive and 50% negative emotion, no matter what we have in life, no matter what the circumstances are. Something that woke me up to wanting to make more of my life, and actually, now I think about it, it may even have contributed to me to finding life coaching, was the possibility that a biofertilizer waste lagoon the size of seven Olympic swimming pools would be installed 100 metres from where I live with 30-ton articulated lorries using my driveway to deliver the waste up to four times a day. We discovered our local farmer had applied for permission to install this waste lagoon the furthest distance from his own house and the closest it could be to ours. And it wasn't even so much the smell that I was concerned about, although the idea of swarms of flies in the summer wasn't appealing. It was more the risk to my kids of these articulated lorries coming across our driveway, over which we had a right-of-way and down which they rode their bikes multiple times a day. And also the possibility that it may have made our house unsellable should we wish to move. So I set about investigating our rights and his rights. I became a self-declared expert in planning, bio-waste, odour pollution, environmental pollution, lorry turning circles, the ability of bridges to bear the weight of heavy lorries, rights of way over land and their uses, and a lot more. 
And whilst I had many sleepless nights and lots of frustration in figuring all this stuff out, I also really enjoyed it. I enjoyed having something that mattered to me a lot. I enjoyed having something in my life that I felt passionate about and that had meaning and purpose. It showed me that that had been missing from my life and I knew I wanted it back. And coincidentally or not, within a few months, I had found life coaching, discovered how I could use it to help me lose weight for the last time, and I'd started to think about the feasibility of becoming a coach myself. And by the way, the BioWaste Lagoon, thankfully, was never installed that close to our house and was located on another part of the farmer's land instead. So how do we feel better about our lives? I think one of the important things is to see everything as a choice. We can easily get caught in the trap of thinking we're stuck, that we can't do or have what it is we want. But what if it's always a choice? When we take 100% responsibility for everything that we do and don't have in life, we're empowered to change it, should we want to. Or we decide to stick with it by choice, and that feels amazing too. So take a moment, check in and ask yourself what you think and feel about your own life. Notice what feels like a choice and what doesn't. And question anything that you think isn't of your choosing to see how you might be wrong about that. Something else to observe is the stories you tell yourself and others about your own life. What stories do you have running around in your head about this year? Do you have a tendency to focus on the negative or the positive? What feelings do the different thoughts that you think create for you? I could tell you that this year has been horrific for me. My husband had a stroke in March and lost his speech and the use of his right arm. Due to COVID, he didn't get the rehabilitation support and follow-up care he would normally have got. He's a contractor, and so with no sick pay and no COVID benefits, it's a relief when he was finally able to return to work a few months later. And then he had his contract terminated a couple of weeks after that. And that's on top of feeling the disappointment of cancelled holidays and other plans and seeing my teenage children miss out on so much of life. Or I could tell you that this year has been amazing because I've grown my coaching business. I've helped dozens of women lose weight and change their relationship with food and themselves. I've been spared the usual worries of partying teenage children because they've not been allowed out. And we've become closer and more tolerant of one another as a family. My husband made an amazing recovery from a stroke and is taking better care of his health than he ever has before. When I tell myself the first story, I feel burdened, disappointed and scared. But when I tell myself the second story, I feel lucky and grateful and proud. Remember to take time to notice how you think about things and the feelings your thoughts create for you. And remember, you get to choose what and how you think. So how do you decide whether to work on feeling happier about the status quo or creating more of what you want or something different in life? So definitely work on the status quo first. Otherwise, the patterns you may have of dissatisfaction about your status quo will be carried forward when you create something new. Remember, both the status quo and the having of something new will create a life of 50-50. Learn to make the most of what you have what you're currently doing before figuring out what you want to focus on next. And this is really important with weight loss too. I help my clients learn to love themselves as they are and lose weight at the same time, rather than allow them to believe they will magically love themselves when the weight goes because they won't. They need to actively learn how to appreciate themselves without using the number on the scale to determine their worthiness. Remember, feeling better is never about changing the circumstance. 
So start with being intentional about who you want to be today. Ask yourself, how do I want to show up today? How do I want to show up for me, for my work, for my family? How do I want to think? What do I want to feel? And once you've wrapped your arms around your current life, once you see that how you feel about it, it's always a choice. Then think about what you might like to explore or create next. Last year, I took my mum to see the Tina Turner musical for her birthday. She's the only performer that both my mum and I have seen separately in concert. I found Tina's story about how she reinvented herself in her mid-40s hugely inspirational. At age 45, when she was presumably on the cusp of dealing with perimenopause with barely a penny to her name, after her acrimonious split from Ike, and having tried and failed to make it on her own for years, Tina found super stardom. At 45, she had her first number one, sold 10 million copies of her album and won four Grammys. Tina was 61 when I saw her in concert at Wembley and she continued touring until she was almost 70. What a useful reminder of what's possible in middle age, that it's possible to transform ourselves no matter where we are starting from and what's gone before. So I ask you, what's the story for your next act? What's possible for you? Are you ready to up-level or transform your life? I want for you the same that I want for myself, to live life to its fullest at the weight that's right for you, with total freedom around food. Until next time, take care and breathe and live. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.